world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. morning everybody good afternoon good evening wherever you are in the world it's morning over here which is why we are live now with morning coffee with andrea and vince to have our hot beverages with you the red pill family and go over the news and events of the day we are live with you every day 8 30 a.m pacific 11 30 a.m eastern to do so and we are happy to be here it is uh, our practice run for friday today it is thursday june 16th 2022 so we're gonna we're gonna get into this uh andrea good morning how you doing good morning i'm well i'm i'm awake and i'm here so can't be better than that everybody is saying good morning to kevin because he's being very vociferous this morning <laughs> yeah so the kevin situation kevin is on crack the today yesterday i took him out for our walk let him climb some trees and do cat stuff like a normal cat does and uh he met a friend um almost got in a fight with another cat and then he chased a bunny so um he really wants to go out on his walk, and I apologize for any interruptions, but uh, I haven't had a chance to get him out, and usually his walks are in the afternoon, but we might have to change that up and do a morning walk if this is how he is, so he could take a nap, a cat nap during the He just show. wants to find some friends. He does. He's lonely. Poor kitty. You know, um, I was talking Maybe. to some people, and uh, he might become an outside cat after I move here. Or, you know, at least during the day, I'll let him do his cat stuff. Kevin, come on, bud. <laughs> you know. Or you could just get him a friend and get another kitten. <laughs> I can tell you're thrilled with the idea. That's not happening. 
Well, I call today's show uh, Facing the Truth because you know what? <laughs> Just like Josh is no bullshit, we try to do the same. We try to have a fair look at what's going on, look at the left, look at the right, or you know, look at what they said, he said, look at what she said, and come to our best conclusions that we can um, because I think that's what the world needs right now with the amount of fake news and fuckery going on with all the media that's our goal that's our aim and as a result of this and knowing what's going on we can prepare ourselves appropriately and educate people in our lives on that truth that's difficult and challenging as that may be that is the goal that is the Mm -hmm. aim that's what we do here and we appreciate your guys's feedback so if you are watching live of course you could hit us up in the chats um if you don't want us to miss a chat, you could donate, and that helps support decentralized media at the Red Pill Project. We greatly appreciate that. It helps us keep our lights on and whatnot. Um, but you could also leave a comment on Rumble, and that comment will stay there, and we will definitely go back and review those. And we appreciate it. While you're there on Rumble, hit that plus sign and uh, give us that bump in the algorithm and that push up in our bragging rights. For those rumbles <laughs> also <laughs> also you guys um we're not going to be playing any commercials during the show today but uh i will say this show is brought to you by the red pill project joshua reed's uh platform and if you would like to donate directly to support everything that we do you can go to redpills.tv slash go that's redpills.tv slash go and that is our give send go you could donate directly you could pray for us you could share that campaign as well and that helps us keep everything going and we greatly appreciate it you guys you know you guys have had given us overwhelming support uh every day and without you guys we could not continue to do this so we greatly appreciate it um if you're interested in checking it out go to redpills.t i'm sorry yeah redpills.tv slash go and you could check that out we appreciate it all right andrea before we get into the thick of it Anything, anything for the good people. And you we just love you. We, we love, love you. you give us. And, Beautiful. you know, you're, you guys are the reason we do this. And, um, it, so, you know, we're going through a really difficult time right now. And we um, see a lot of division and chaos. And uh, it's being pushed by people who hate us. So hmm. the best way that we can combat that is to come together and find some kind of middle ground to meet with. Because, you know, if we don't stand up for the rights of people who we disagree with and whatnot, then nobody's gonna be there to stand up for us, you know? We really have to come together. So it's time to, you know, start having those difficult conversations. I, you know, I really enjoyed the conversation we had yesterday. And I know that there was, there's a lot of really strong opinions about things and stuff. And there is on every aspect. It's not just one thing. Um, It's on everything. But, you know, Mm -hmm. those conversations, we've got to start having them because we don't get our country back and we don't fix where the direction that this is going by ignoring the elephant in the room. And we're not all going to agree on everything. We've all got different aspects of looking at things. We've all got different views on stuff. And, um, 
you know, it's time that we start finding some middle ground and working on compromising in different areas that um, that we can compromise on. And, you know, it's hard because it can't just be one-sided. It can't just be us being the ones that, you know, um, the give, you know, and compromise. The compromise has got to come from the other side. And so in order to do that, you know, we have to find a way of breaking down some of those barriers and pushing past all of this hatred and animosity that we have so that we can move forward. And we need to find a way of doing that, you know, um, and getting it through to these people on the other side who hate us, yeah. right? That we're not the bad guys. And we can't do that if we approach them with hatred and anger. So in that area, we can compromise, right? Right. And say, look, I don't, you know, and I've had some conversations with liberals on um, Twitter yeah, and stuff about, about that, you know, and I'm like, look, I'm not the bad guy just because I have a different perspective than you doesn't mean I'm like, I actually agree with you on some things. And they're like, wait a minute, what? They're like, you agree yeah. with me? And yeah. it's funny because when you can start actually, you know, telling them, look, I don't disagree with you on this. They're like, it, it throws them for a loop and they don't know what to do. And they're like, wait, wait what? <laughs> no, you're supposed to hate this. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to hate me. I'm like, I don't hate you. Just because I disagree with you on some stuff doesn't mean that your opinions and your views aren't valid. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, a little bit of <clears throat> love goes a long way, as hard as it might be sometimes. Uh, but I think you're absolutely right. Uh, we have to. It's it's kind of like a superpower to be able to red pill somebody or be persuasive enough or convincing enough and um, influential enough to share these ideas or plant these little seeds throughout the mm -hmm. day and make have a real effect am i making yeah. sense i feel like yes. i'm just still i'm still finishing <laughs> right. i know i feel like it kind of half makes sense too but you know we've got it we just got to get to a point where we can have these conversations with people on the other side and we can't approach them from a point from a, a perspective of anger and hatred and stuff like that you know yeah. Yeah. um and we have to respect them and not that I want to get back into this conversation, but it is kind of a current situation. I'm just going to briefly touch on this and then I want to move on from it because I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. You know, the drag queen story hour thing. Um, yesterday, I know I upset a lot of people probably on my perspective. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but what it comes down to is parents having the right to decide what is best for their children, whether we agree with them or disagree with them. And the thing about it is, is that when government starts deciding what is best for your children, that's where I draw the line. You know, as a parent, yeah. you want to take your kid to drag queen story hour, go for it. But I do not believe that government should regulate that. I don't believe that it should be put into the school systems. I don't believe that libraries should be promoting this kind of stuff. Um, you know, yesterday I wanted to say this when you because you mentioned this a little bit yesterday as you said and it's like i feel the same way and it's kind of like an anarchist perspective on things whenever somebody starts a sentence and they start with i think the government should 
right away it's like hit the brakes i just like no Keep right. the fuck out of it. Let's figure this shit exactly. out. Come on, we can do yeah. this. We're civilized. I, I am humans. not about promoting. I am not about promoting drag queens. I'm not about promoting taking your children to that. I'm like that is not something I would do in my life. Less government's but, good. Let's just be real. Yeah, exactly. Let people decide for themselves how they want to live their lives. You know, we don't need. We're more than capable enough, and this was my point in all this. We're more than capable enough for deciding for ourselves what's best for our lives. Yeah. And you know, probably better than any government would decide because exactly. your best, uh, your what best interest is going to be in mind for yourself more right. than any government or any other individual. I don't care what they say. Yeah. Government wasn't there to, you know, and, and the part of the problem is they started changing this narrative a long, long time ago and that they started referring to themselves as our leaders. And you hear that all the time. They're like, our leaders, our leader. And I get so angry. And I'm like, yeah. no, these people are not our leaders. We are their leaders. They are our representatives. Well, They're supposed to be there as our voice, not tell us how to live our lives. Yeah, We're I, supposed to tell them what we want. And then they do that. When some aliens came down and said, take me to your leader, um, we told them that and they said, well, that's not what we see from up there. And so what we see is now they've got this power, right? And so just like, I can't remember if it's, I think it's Marjorie Taylor Greene and I really okay. like her and I'm a supporter of her. And um, she's very outspoken, right? But she's like, I'm going to make it illegal for, for, for parents to take their kids to drag queen shows. I'm, just, I'm, I'm sorry, you don't have the right to legislate that. Yeah. She doesn't, period. If parents want to decide to do that kind of stuff, as sick and twisted as I believe it is, they should have the right to do that. If it's not harming anyone, if it's not exposing... Now, you do draw a line, right? This is a really sensitive topic because you draw the line of, you know, where does that cross into pornography? Yeah. But as long as there's no pornography involved and you don't have people showing adults showing children their private areas um and they're not sexualizing this stuff and they come at it from a standpoint of look we're playing dress up as adults because we like this and we think it's fun i don't you know as weird as that is and it's not something i promote or want for myself or my family i don't have the right to tell somebody they can't take their children to that as long as it's not breaking the laws we already have laws in place for that kind of thing and the same thing with a lot of different things this isn't this I is just one piece too of much the drag show thing is too much it just reminds me of strippers and it is sexualized it is. and it is it up. definitely is i agree with you um but i think that there's a way of people that people can promote stuff like that if that is what they're choosing to do without making it sexual uh, yeah, it would just be like a uh, costume party, essentially. Exactly. Yes. What happened to a normal costume party before, like, we had costume parties before this whole perversion and psychological warfare operation exactly. was in full and it, a lot of it. Um, and they, But they do this, and they promote but, this kind of stuff to create division. And this is what it's designed to do. At the same time, I don't see anything wrong with... Um, I don't know. Anyway, I don't. I don't want to get into. This. Like I said, it's not some. It's not something I wanted to spend a lot of time on. I was just. I was using this as an example. That 
you know, just because we disagree with people on certain things doesn't mean that we can't find some middle ground. Why can't we sit down and have a conversation with them and say, you know what, look, I respect your right to do this and, but do it appropriately. How is that hard? Like that's pretty common sense, right? You know, do it. Well, the problem is the point is to groom the kids. And the point is there are these pedophiles and these weirdos. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing it over and over again. The point is they want to groom the kids. So they're not going to follow the rules. I, I agree. I agree. But, and like I said, that's why I was just using it as an example. Um, you know, don't for a minute mistake my views on legislation for my views on on drag queens and pedophilia right. and a lot of this stuff because I do not, that is not a lifestyle that I personally, you know, and I'm putting myself out there. These are my beliefs and my thoughts and stuff like that. And you can disagree with me. Yeah, the legislation's it. bad because it yeah, gives the government too much power. What, what else are we going to tell them they can That's control? what we've done. That's exactly what we've done. We've given government too much power. We've given them the power to legislate our lives into tyranny. And so, no, I'm, I'm not all for creating legislation against this. And they do this. They bring these issues up, these hot topic issues to create more legislation. They push these narratives so that they can create more laws to keep us tied down even further And that's really what I think it's about. And when people start to realize that, then we can have these conversations and say, look, this division and this hatred isn't coming from you or I. Let's sit down and talk about some of this stuff and find common sense solutions to these problems and these disagreements that we have. And let's be real. Because when we hate each other and we refuse to talk to each other, we put government in a position of being forced to legislate it out. Yeah. And I think if most people knew the real situation of what's going on around this grooming thing that we see, that seems to be an organized, planned operation of mm-hmm. at full throttle right now. This isn't normal. We didn't see this last year. We didn't see this two years ago. This is no. coordinated and on purpose. If more people realized that this was a trap, they would yeah. not get involved. Most people that go to these things aren't queer or whatever the hell they identify as most of them are just being nice and trying to be tolerant and fit in and not get canceled and this is where education comes into play you know when you can come at somebody approach somebody from an aspect of you know let me share facts with you let me educate you. Let's talk about this. I respect your beliefs, but maybe look at my perspective, you know, and come at them from a perspective of, of understanding and education. And, you know, let's look at the facts so that we can come, come up with a solution together. You know, then you make a lot more headway and you never know who you might plant to seed with that looks at that and goes, oh, you're right. That, that, that's not right. That's not what I want for my child. You know, this isn't me fitting in. This is me being taken advantage of. And, you know, so, but you can't come at somebody with, this is wrong. You can't do this. We're going to legislate this away from you and force our ideologies on you. You can't come at people like that because they're automatically going to resist and go, whoa. Yeah. And it automatically, I think it does do more harm than good, but let's jump into the finance. If that's all right. Unless you have a final point on there, but I think we're. Kind of that was my final point. We need to start coming together yes. and finding common sense solutions without legislation. 
totally. I don't know if that was a great move. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in the stock markets, very interestingly, things crashed today again, down 3%, 4% across the board. The S&P 500 is down 3%. Dow is down 25 almost 2.5%. NASDAQ is down over 4%. <laughs> oh my gosh we had what two days of green or was it one no we had one kind of kind of it was only up like half a percent yesterday let's look at the s&p 500 um uh, for one month oh my gosh yeah so it's ugly yeah oh my gosh um it's not stopping you guys people know the economy's shitty um i'm sorry if you want to see this larger chart you guys here you go this is a five-day chart and it's just big step down i think this was last monday or uh, i'm sorry yeah monday look at that monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday oh wait i'm fucking this up no this is to uh, yes <laughs> yeah that was yeah it was yesterday and a and big drop down again and i think a lot monday. of this yeah, a lot of this I think is a, a result of the 0.75 interest rate increase that they passed yesterday. I think that passed yesterday, wasn't it? Yep. Um, and so the markets are reacting to that. You know, well, we may see things come up a little bit, but we did see it. them come up a little bit before they announced it. It was coming up a little bit, and then after they announced it, it capitulated up even more. And then in the end of the day, it went up, but. That is the opposite response that the market should have to this rate hike, because as Josh went over last night and we've been saying day after day, it causes inflation. It causes uh, the consumer to pay more. It affects the economy negatively, um, and they're not doing it nearly enough to even stave off inflation. No, they're not. The markets don't understand that. The markets think, oh, the Fed is taking action on fixing the problem. Let's buy, let's buy, let's buy. And it's, uh, I think that everybody just got their money stolen who threw their money back in yesterday thinking this was a positive thing let's write it up oh my gosh the economy is going back up we're saved biden is the best um well guess what the companies just sold you all their shares and are cashing out and guess what they're probably going to go buy silver and gold boom yeah. uh, so the their their jedi mind tricks aren't working anymore the economy is already back in red they're going to have to take further action um, we're going to see the Fed coming out and saying, whoa, we need to do this and that when the economy is going to shit, right? You know, the other thing that we have to look at, too, is that with inflation being so high, um, people aren't investing their money like they were. So if you have a 401k, a lot of times your employer will match, you know, up to 3% or 6% or whatever it is. I'm not sure. I think it's 3%. It just depends, um, on, your, depends on the contract. Depends on the plan. Um so your employer will match a certain percentage of that, right? And so people, when times are good and the economy is good and people are making money and prices are low, people will invest more in their 401ks. And what's happening now is that people are having to tighten their belts. And so you got people probably sitting at their desk going, I just can't afford to put this much money into my 401k every month. And so you start seeing the average consumer pull their money back. You know, maybe they're letting their employer just put the 3% in and they're not anymore. And so when you have millions of people doing that, it does have an impact on things. And the higher inflation goes, the more you see that happening. And that's just one small or, piece of the market yeah, that's pe there. People like me got out of the freaking 401k yeah. plans 
and took yeah. their investments into their own hands. Manage your own investments. Buy your own gold and silver. Buy your own crypto. Allocate percentages of your wealth to these different things. And buy and yeah. trade the stocks yourself, too. It's not that difficult. No, it's not. The problem is, is that when you, with these 401k programs and stuff like that, and these pension funds, is when people, you don't have the option of taking your money out without paying for that, right? So uh, all this money you put in, you can, it depends. I mean, it depends. If you just you cash it out. Oh, you're right. And that's something that I had to weigh. I had to weigh the value of that. Do I want yeah. to just pay the taxes down, take the hit and get the F out? If I didn't do that two years ago or two and a half years ago, I'd be worse off than I am now. And that's kind of how I weighed it. I was like, if I do it now, think about the future, how much benefit I'll have, even though it's going to have that little upfront cost and everything's everyone's different. If I had a million dollars in there, it would be hundreds of thousands of dollars. So maybe that's a little bit different. But even mm-hmm. in that case, I probably would get the heck out of their system. I'm not I'm just that's just me. Well, yeah, exactly. We we did the same thing. You know, we had to weigh that decision. You know, do we cash this out, pay the penalties for early withdrawal, pay the taxes on it, which are high, and put our money elsewhere and hope to gain that money back. And so for us, making that decision to do that, um, I feel was a benefit for us, even though we took a hit on it, you know, and we did... At this point, it kind of, of course, we invested in crypto. Um, And right now, our investment is sitting at less than what we originally initially put into it. I feel confident that by sitting there and holding it, that we'll make our money back. Um, I'm not concerned about it, but those were decisions that we definitely had to weigh when we, you know, talked about this stuff and was deciding what to do. Do we let this thing just sit there? and risk losing it all mm-hmm. or do we take our investments into our own hands and yeah there's always a risk of losing it all even when you take your investment into your own hands yeah because no no investment is a hundred percent no that's just the bottom line i mean you can invest in gold and silver even that isn't a hundred percent it isn't because all you have to do is look back through history and look at the 20s where they made it illegal for people to have gold and they confiscated it. So there's nothing that says that they can't do that again. Does that mean that you shouldn't buy gold and silver? No, it doesn't mean that at all. Um, It means that you really need to just weigh your options and think about what's best for you in your financial situation. For sure. And definitely something to think about. Um, I'm sure I know. There's pros and cons to everything. You know, there's never going to be a pro answer for or one size fits all for everybody definitely there's no one right answer all right let's go forward forward a little bit from one of our working friends truck drivers over here listen to what he has to say let me give you a little bit of sound shit's going on on the fucking east coast i've been stuck on this fucking overpass since yesterday Fucking gloves over there, out of fuel. Pilot over here, out of fuel. All these fucking trucks here waiting. Nobody can get fuel. This guy's out of fuel. These guys are lucky. They got some fuel. Luckily, I got a hold of a fucking farmhand out here that's going to sell me 50 gallons of fucking red just so I can get the truck back and park the motherfucker. Everywhere I went, these two fucking major truck stops, the fucking mom and pops down there, everywhere you call, slap empty. So I'm lucky. I don't run DEF. 
but they don't have any fucking diesel exhaust fluid. They don't even have fucking engine oil in here. It's gonna get a lot worse. Y'all better be prepared. Fuck you, man. They're running out of fuel. Sorry. Yeah, fuel. they're also, th there was one thing that he said in there, and I don't know, I don't know a whole lot about this, but this is what I do know. DEF is an additive, I believe, that you have to add to diesel. And all of your newer vehicles take it. Um, so it literally won't run. So if you've got a brand new diesel Ford, you have to add DEF to it, which is the diesel exhaust fluid. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it does. Um, but I know that you need it. And I know that without it, your vehicle won't run. So anybody who has a newer vehicle that's certain year or more, I don't even know what the year is, um, needs that. And they're running out of it. And so there are states like Oregon and maybe possibly Washington, probably most likely California, that have put in legislation that says that by a certain date, all vehicles have to be 2010 or newer, I believe. This and so those vehicles require death. If you don't have death, you ain't running. Yeah. And but it doesn't matter whether there's diesel or not. <laughs> what that is, is it converts your exhaust into something less harmful, into like water vapor instead of okay. the carbon dioxide or whatever. And it's a part of the Green New Deal bullshit. And what do you know? Everything Green New, Green New Deal leads to shortages and all this bullshit. And that's by design. Ugh, yep. disgusting. So we're seeing this, you guys. This is real. And so even if there is diesel, if these trucks require death and you can't find that, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, it, you know, bullet manufacturers. You can have all the bullets you want, but if you don't have gunpowder, it doesn't make any difference, right? Yeah, I don't know if they'll, I, they might be able to run on other fuel. I don't know how efficiently and everything but i think it's just a government standard or like a yeah, regulation not, or a law even maybe i don't know i i'm not 100 percent sure i just i've heard people talking about it it's not something i know a whole lot about so i'm not gonna sit here and make myself look dumb yeah well, but i've heard kind of, that's my thing andrea <laughs> i've heard <laughs> that these vehicles are not going to be able to run without death i'm just kidding I, that's true or not, I don't know. i'm just kidding everybody i know i'm brilliant I'm not. I'm the I'm the local clown. No, That's are. the only reason they keep me here is because I'm funny. <laughs> no, you're brilliant and funny. Um, do you want to? Oh, this was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Schilling <laughs> tells Hillary Clinton to shut the fuck up and thank the Lord you are not in jail. <laughs> He's got his Trump 2020 shirt on. That is awesome. So it says baseball great. Kurt Schilling sounded off on Twitter and told failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton to shut the fuck up over her remarks on the January 6th hearings. So her tweet was um, the latest January 6th hearing showed that Trump knew he lost the election. His own people told him he'd lost the election. He then chose to wage a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results and prevent the peaceful transfer of power for the first time in American history. Right. So Kurt Schilling retweets this and says, you honestly need to shut the fuck up and thank the Lord you are not in jail. You and your teenage groping mutant are one of the main, many reasons legal American citizens despise D.C. You two represent all that is wrong with the left and with politics. Wow. <laughs> it's not the first time he's went off on her either. Apparently, um, there was another tweet that 
said said something um is it the right to choose our own leaders maybe yeah it's pretty simple we have a right to choose our own leaders um we can't let anyone take that right away from us people involved in the criminal conspiracy to overturn the will of american voters which yeah. culminated in the attempted coup must be held accountable and hillary said and, that. yes hillary said that so kurt schilling responded with you cowards sat on your hands did nothing while liberals trashed Trash looted, rioted, and burned for Air Jordans and big screens. Sit back, shut the fuck up, and watch folks start a confrontation for shit that matters, like rights, democracy, and the end of government corruption. Mm. Dude. <laughs> I think legend. he's done with her. Yeah. Rightly <laughs> so. Just she's put the this... biggest crook that around. Like... Right? Yeah. I'm just going to put this out here right now and say Kurt Schilling didn't kill himself. He doesn't oh. look suicidal. He looks, you know pretty happy yeah um, i thought that was hilarious um that is freaking hilarious oh that makes me happy see this is what we were talking about when we're talking about being polite and everything yeah. kurt is a perfect example <laughs> i'm just kidding you're not in jail mutant groping husband or teenage groping mutant husband <laughs> it's true man she's such a crook uh real quick Big Mamoo, Red Pill family member over there on the Foxhole app, Pilled, donated a cookie and said, Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. So happy Thursday, Big Mamoo. Thank you so much for the support. We appreciate it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thursday is just a practice run for Friday. It is. It's like mini Friday, practice Friday, whatever you want to call it. It's not quite Friday. (laughs) Yeah, we're... What did we call it? What did you call it this morning? Practice Friday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Friendly Gator, uh, for the can. Thank you so much. You guys <laughs> rock. Thanks for tuning in and supporting us and talking crap with us in the chats. It's so fun. We really do have a really fun audience. Um, we do. I love our audience. They crack me up. And then yesterday, if you guys watched the Daily Dose, Josh said, uh, thread where people were giving the new names for the monkeypox virus because the who wants to rename it that was so oh, did fun. he go over that yesterday yeah oh darn it we were supposed <laughs> to save that for friday he hijacked our shit <laughs> darn him i'm taking his gold stars back maybe we could do a twitter thread and try to get people on board <laughs> and i think i missed that part anyway because I was I was doing I was gardening and I was trying to get my gardening stuff done before my plants completely died, and then Tom's like, "Is this show on?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "I don't even know what time it is." So we turned it on, so I didn't hear, and I must have missed it. Darn it! Yeah, it was fun. The the post is on socialredpill.com, our private social network. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, where we share information, ideas, stories, opinions, all the things, you guys. So. If you're not over there, join us at socialredpill.com. It's free to join. Uh, Andrea's over there. I'm over there. Josh is over there. You know, everyone's over there. All all the people are there. Everyone's everyone's doing it. So check yeah. it out. Free to join. Uh-huh. What? Okay. If you want, though, you can support us with the subscription through there as well. But it's free to join, and you get access to vast majority of everything we have to offer there. So. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give him shit for hijacking our stuff. <laughs> I don't think we. I can't believe you let him. You should have been like, shush. That's well, I didn't know. Coffee on Friday. I didn't know. We talked about it yesterday. I didn't know he wasn't. You forgot. About it. 
No, no, no. I, I never forget. I never once forgot. You once never forget. forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could find more, trust me, because there's so many names that people are coming up with. Right. And some of them are pretty funny. Some of them are very offensive. Like, mine was very offensive. I'm not going to repeat it. It's that offensive, and we'll lose viewers. And I'll go look at it later. Oh, my gosh. Or did you post it in there? I didn't post it because I thought it was too offensive, and then Josh asked me about it. Last and I was night? Like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I have one, but it's really inappropriate. I don't think I should say it. And he's like, just say it. And I said no. it, and he's like... <laughs> I was like, see? That's why I didn't want to say it. <laughs> You should have just texted it to him. And he would have been like, oh, yeah, no, don't say that. I kind of censored it. I, I'll just say it. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> you already I, let it out of the bag yesterday. Yeah, it was halfway censored. It's, And this is not my words, okay? This is this joke comes from the left and what their narrative is. Uh, so another name for monkey pox that's less offensive uh, is butt for pox. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. I thought it was clever. <laughs> I can put the other letters in there, and it's funnier in my head with the other letters that need to be added. <laughs> because they're some for some reason they're saying that only gay people are getting it and all this, whatever. Anyway, yeah, I, which is the whole reason why they want to change the name. <laughs> yeah. But I don't. I haven't seen any really racism because of it. But I understand, you know, how somebody could make that racism. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. What's next? Fresh demand for U.S. and EU to transfer wealth through climate reparations. Climate reparations. Get out of here with reparations. Um, Rates. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, little meme. Biden, show us the climate money. Where's the 32 to 49 USD billion per year? Right. You clown. I call yeah. for a host of taxes on the US and European nations designed to transfer wealth to economies confronting the cost of drought, floods, and superstorms made worse by rising temperatures was renewed Wednesday at a UN climate conference in Germany. Mother. Trucker. <laughs> yeah, thank you. A group of faith leaders has sought to guilt rich nations into redistributing their wealth under the guise of climate change reparations. This is a scam. The climate it is. is fine, okay? <sighs> Maybe it's manipulated a little bit, but... Well, when they manipulate the weather and stuff, of course it's going to react, and which is why you're seeing massive amounts of flooding in states like Montana and yeah. heat waves in the rest of the country. Yeah, and of course, Democrats have drafted a bill to import at least 50,000 climate refugees per year, despite the damaging impact on Americans' wages and rents. Yep. More refugees. <clears throat> and guess well, what? Is this is just like of all of their other immigration stuff with the southern border and whatnot. This is infiltration. This is war disguised as humanitarian effort and whatnot. It's a way of rolling in communism and the new world order and a one world government and globalism and tyranny. And the best part, yeah. money launder along the way. Right. I know. They're just like, we're going to take all your money and we're yeah. going to send it here and they're, they're going to send it back to us. Yeah. But we're not giving it back to you. <sighs> I hate this climate thing and because people 
extremists are so bought in to this narrative save the whales greenpeace this and that that they get violent they literally get violent and it's misguided anger uh they're being lied to it's straight up lies yep and that's why i say we need to approach them with kindness and understanding and work on educating them yeah because they're brainwashed yes now are we gonna be successful with all of them no but i think there's a good portion of them that most of them you could talk to Mm -hmm. yesterday uh i'm not gonna name them but uh i felt like kind of a dick so i know they're watching and i'm sorry but I wasn't trying to be oh, no. but they posted, um, and I talked about this on the show one time, and I think I have notes somewhere about it, and I might just look into it again, because this is like one of my pet peeves. Um, and they probably don't care if I call them out, but I'm just out of respect, not going to. But um, basically, it was an article about, uh, an article that they're pushing, a narrative that the ocean temperatures are changing and that the main current that moves the oceans around could stop because of it and it's all our fault and we need to take all this climate action and all this i looked at the data to the best of my ability extrapolated it read all the big words to the best of my ability and looked at the data how it was crunched i read peer-reviewed studies on it and i personally am confident it's bullshit baloney fake science manipulated data bogus fear porn propaganda for exactly what andrea said and that's pushing this agenda on us and so i just responded fake news all caps and then like moved on really quick and i was like i hope that doesn't come off as like stop putting fake news like i don't care what like it wasn't anything personal but if i see that shit i get i was it was directed towards the article and the fake news people not the person who posted not the person who posted well, it at all here's a here's a fun little science experiment yeah you can try so let me ask you a question if you have i know i'd have a pop quiz i know it's pop quiz time i'm a teacher so <laughs> reminds me well, of the daily I dose with josh all right I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. answer the right <laughs> so if you have an ocean Okay. And you have a bunch of ice floating in that ocean. Okay. And that ice all melts. Do you have more water or less water in the ocean? Uh, I know this one. Same water. No. You have the same amount of water. No. It actually lowers the level because ice is more dense than water. And takes up more space. Okay. Interesting. Damn it. Now it looks stupid. All right, you guys, so that's you, all we I, have today have, for Morning Coffee. We'll be back tomorrow. You have the same amount of water because, right, you, right, the same, you have the, but your water level is actually lower. And okay. you can do this. You can get a two-liter jug, right? Cut the top of it off, fill it halfway full with water, put a bunch of ice cubes in it, or mark your water level, okay? Put a bunch of, or put a bunch of ice cubes in it, mark your water level with where your ice cubes are at, not before you add the ice cubes. And then wait till all those ice cubes melt and see where your water level's at. It's going to be lower than where your line is mm-hmm. because ice is more dense. Okay. However, there's ice on land that runs off into the ocean. Right. There is that. Yeah. But most of the time, that ice falls off in big chunks and lands in the ocean first before it melts. So okay. technically, 
it's going to the water level is going to rise and yeah. then it's going to fall. And I like the pictures from like hundreds of years ago or paintings from hundreds of years ago where it shows beaches and peninsulas and stuff exactly like they do today. And they're like, oh, the sea level's rising and we can measure it with this. It's like, no, you can't. Your data is bullshit and you know it. You poor fake scientist. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of ice in the ocean. So like, you know and if I'm all of that ice melted, it would actually lower sea levels. Science, really science is broken. Yeah, trust the science, the real science. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. End of end of rant. Uh, Andrea, wanna take wanna read this one or discuss? Sure. U.S. overestimated Russia's military might. Is it underestimating China's? All right. First thoughts on the title. Uh, the first thought is that we didn't overestimate Russia's military <laughs> might. We've underestimated it, and they haven't even sent their best into Ukraine because they don't need to. So. We overestimated it. No. <laughs> Sun Tzu appear weak when right? you are strong. Well, you know, it's funny because if you're if you're making spaghetti for one, you don't need an eight quart pot, right? So, kind of the same oh, theory. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. Am I wrong? No, that's a great analogy. Um, yeah. And they say they said the U.S. failure to correctly predict how the Russian and Ukrainian militaries would perform in the early stages of their ongoing war is fueling fears in Washington that America may have major blind spots when it comes to the fighting force of increasingly powerful adversary China. So they're saying, you know, it's propaganda. And they're just saying they're concerned with their ability to do war games prior to the things actually happen. And if they, they're not, if how confident they are with their ability to judge things uh, in this new age of war or this modern warfare era, um, I think they are fucked against China, Russia, and North Korea, this alliance that's forming, and others. And um, Turkey? Yeah, and South American countries. It's like, I think they're analyzing these things, and maybe... Well, they're not woke, for one. Who? China and Russia and North Korea, like... They're not being like, oh, get your rainbow-colored bullets for your hats. Well... I think that we'd be surprised to know they are infiltrated with malarkey. Oh, I don't doubt it. Everywhere is. The level um, that we are, though? Not to the level we are, no. And they actually will take away your rainbow flag and tell you what the fuck. But, um, yes. <laughs> exactly. um, but they are infiltrated. That's the multiple heads of the Hydra theory. Um, but I think this is just... I don't want to go through the whole article, but it's an interesting read. If you want to read it, we'll post it in the recap. And it just shows our anal analysis, our bullshit propaganda analysis of how the situation is being interpreted. Mm -hmm. um, you might find a nugget of truth in there, but I didn't. I just thought, wow, what a great propaganda article to share and point out. Right. It really is. I mean... That's what they're doing. They're just pumping this garbage out day after day after day. He said, she said. Yep. And um, so. I guess time will tell. That's the beautiful thing. We're about to see some amazing stuff, you guys. We live in a crazy time. Yeah. So. Definitely. 
Oh my goodness, we're getting a lot of love over there on D Live. Yes, and Rie is right. We can't forget about Turkey because <clears throat> no. Turkey. They're Turkey. I, I think they're on the side of Russia. Quite honestly, I think they see what's going on, and they're mm. like, "Oh crap." I mean, they are part of NATO, but they were a part of NATO before this happened. And I think they're looking at things and going, yeah, we're not going to buy that. Yeah. And maybe not 100 percent, because like I said, I think every country is partly uh, infiltrated and corrupt. Oh. But at least maybe the white hats are in control, as they say. Right. In Turkey, maybe. And it's apparent. It seems like that could be the case. Right. With what they're doing, uh, with opposing uh with putting the brakes on the globalist agenda. Right. You know, I do think that there are good people in charge and stuff. And I think that there's bad actors in Turkey, just like there are other places in the world. But um, what we're seeing is that I think where the majority of your bad actors are, are in Europe and America, North America. Yeah. It seems like the U S is the root of all, wonderlandness in this reality it's funny how we went from being you know the greatest country on earth with the most freedoms anywhere being that beacon of light and hope to now being this dungeon of depravity and godlessness Makes totally why don't we give some shout outs over there from d live do you have your uh right. chat open? Do. i do we have um me, Brenda, just donated four ice creams. They donated a diamond. She says, blessings, Red Pill Project family. Black Jester 101 donated blessings. a lemon. Blendrit donated a lemon. Thank you. Uh, I have the DLive chat open. I don't have the other chats. So maybe if you've got those open, you can give the shout outs for those chats. Yeah, we're all caught up. Thank you, everybody. Oh, yes. Thank you. We really appreciate you guys and everything that you do to support us. You know, it means a lot. And um, John donated. Oh, John one. just donated three apples. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Princess Lee just donated one <laughs> diamond. She says, morning, coffee, and chilling. Thanks for the laughs. You're welcome. I'm it's, always good for a laugh. Princess Lee It's It's Princess Lisa. I know it's Princess Lisa. Yeah. Thank you, Princess. Princess <laughs> just thank you, Lisa. Much love. She gives us a hard time for calling it Lee Eight, <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Alan with the cookie. Thank you so much, Alan. Uh, God wins. I love yeah. your username. Oh, for sure. All right. God wins indeed. All right, um, onward. Uh, Andrea, do you want to take this, or do you want me to just quickly? I'll just go over it. Heat stress kills estimated ten thousand head of Kansas feedlot cattle. This is a bunch of crap. We've had heat waves forever, yeah. and people act like it's never been hot here in the U.S. before. Come on. Yeah. People act like, I mean, you have 120-degree summers in Arizona, right? Oh, yeah. People in Arizona own cattle. Yeah. Like, this is not this is stupid. It's bullshit. I want to ask, ask people for help on this. Can you find articles from the past of things like this? Anywhere close to the scale of this, I don't know. It's I just am curious because I think you're right, Andrea. I think this is not the heat. This isn't the heat. Um, I think this is a part of the food supply destruction. 
So if anybody, I didn't have the time to do the research yet, and I might sit down and try to find it. But if we could find articles in the past that support their narrative or that debunk their narrative, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't think we're going to find um, stuff like this. Usually, I think what you're going to find, if you find any articles relating to cows dying off like this, um, it's most likely going to be because of droughts where they can't get access to water because every living thing needs water. Um, and, you know, lack of food because of droughts and being unable to grow food to feed cattle. Right. Um, that seems more likely to me, like that makes sense, but this just, Oh, they died from heat stress. Come on, give me a break. I'm pretty sure that, you know, (laughs) if that were true, then there wouldn't be animals that existed anymore. Like all animals would have died off a long time ago because I'm pretty (laughs) sure they had some pretty massive heat waves in the past. And you know what? They weren't air conditioned and stuff like that. Something else is going on here. I don't know what. I couldn't even begin to imagine. I mean, there's all kinds of theories out there from 5G to some kind of virus to poisons. poisons, I mean, but for 10,000, you know, I can see like maybe a cow dying from heat stress. Um, 10,000 of them, though? No. Right. Sorry, I ain't buying it. Two American fighters. was interesting. Two American fighters are believed captured by Russia in Ukraine. Um, Most interesting part about this is that the United States has not reached out to Moscow. They're like, we don't know nothing. Yeah, regarding these two American citizens. Now, I can't find a whole lot about them. Um, I kind of started to look this morning. Yeah, it seems like they're mercenaries. Um, It does. And here's the funny thing. So I went to the one guy's Facebook page. So I was like, I'm just kind of, yeah. And it looks kind of thrown together. Like, I don't know what to make of it. Really? Um, Not to say that it, you know, that it is. Maybe he's just not very active on it. I don't know. I haven't looked into the other guy at all. But, um, you know, honestly, I I never want to see any American in this position captured by what we would consider enemy forces, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I can't even really honestly say that they're enemy forces because we're not at war with them um, other than through a proxy war. Mm -hmm. No, it's not an officially declared war, yeah. Yeah, there's no official declared war yet, so we can't really consider them an enemy, and even if there uh, was, I mean, come on. <laughs> and you know, I've heard a lot of different reports Not. that have that have said that the Ukrainians, so the Azov battalions um, that are in the Ukraine, are actually forcing people to stay there. So they're ripping yes. up their passports. They're not letting them leave. Um, I think it's very possible. You know, well, who's to say that? And here's a hypothetical scenario. These guys go over there. They think they're going to fight for Ukraine. And they're like, we're going to take on the Russians. Yeah. And they get over there and they're like, oh, shit, this isn't what we signed up for. Because this is not what we thought it was at all. Well, this supports. And, what and, they, and they're like, well, we're, we're going to go home. And we're, 
you know, and the Azov Battalion is like, oh, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, this is what Russia's saying a lot as well. And this is part of the he said, she said thing, you guys. So take it all with a grain of salt. We don't know who's lying and who's not. You know what? We just but I will everybody's lying. Exactly. But I will say this. It does say that Russia actually came out and made a statement on this. Um, it says Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zarkarova said on June 16th in a televised program that Washington had not contacted Moscow regarding the two U.S. citizens. Yeah. So everybody is, you know, believing that they actually are in Russia. That the Russians have them. Um it's still unconfirmed yet. Well, the so, U.S. probably doesn't want to say, "Hey, uh, you have, you have our mercenaries." And right. Exactly. Who knows who they're involved with, or who funded their trip, or what? Right. Because right? it, it does say the U.S. State Department now says that the U.S. is closely monitoring the situation and are in contact with Ukrainian authorities. So why would they be in contact with the Ukrainian th- authorities if? these guys have been captured by Russia, you would think that they would be contacting Russian authorities, right? Being like, hey, we want our guys back. Oh, so maybe Russia doesn't have them and this is a fake news narrative? Yeah, I, yeah it's hard to say. I don't know. Yeah. Everything is unconfirmed. Why, and it's very suspicious. Why wouldn't they do something like that? They've already murdered their own citizens. So here's exactly. part of what you were saying. Russia says Ukraine blocked civilian eva- evacuation in Sovereignetsk. Mm-hmm. Russia on Wednesday said Ukrainian forces prevented civilians sheltering in a chemical plant in the besieged eastern city of Solverdensk from being evacuated via a humanitarian corridor. Russia created a corridor to evacuate civilians from the Azot Azot chemical factory, but, quote, the Kiev authorities cynically scuppered the humanitarian operation, the Russian defense Ministry, ministry said in a statement. Um... It's impossible to verify the claims independently. Even they are acknowledging here. We don't know. This is he said, she said type stuff. But, you know, I think we could all kind of make our, our own decisions on what's going on. By yeah. following the and narrative in its entirety. Exactly. And, you know, all of this, that little blue line that's that runs through there, yeah. um, I believe is anything that's to the right of that would be now under Russian control. If I am not mistaken. Uh, I don't think it's quite that large, but yeah, I don't know. I think I know that they don't have Kiev yet, but I think it's pretty close. That's the river. Right. But I'm saying I, I think that a good portion of that yes. area is is under Russian control now. Not all, Maybe not all of it, but I do believe that there's a large portion of it that's under Russian this control. This is correct. This, this is correct. Uh, right. Onward. So, Turkey and Russia say three Ukrainian ports can now be accessed by grain ships. I find this funny because, you know, Ukraine went and they put in mines in the water to prevent um, traffic through there by the sea. And this has been a big portion of why there's been no grain exported from Ukraine. And, or at least this is what they're saying. And so now Turkey and Russia have come through and they're like, let's work together to get these exports out of here. Why weren't the Ukrainians doing that? Right. If they really cared about 
all of this, they would do it. But once again, you know, this is where you see Turkey kind of siding with Russia when it comes to this kind of stuff. And they're like, okay, let's get this stuff out. So it seems to me like Turkey and Russia care more about getting this grain out of Ukraine, which, you know, helps feed the world, so to speak. Yeah. Since I believe 40% of the world's grain comes from Ukraine. So they're actively working on getting this stuff out and not keeping things pinned down. So is Russia really the bad guy that everybody thinks it is, you know? um, And Mm -hmm. if they were, I don't think they would be doing things like this. Like they would be keeping the grain for themselves, right? Not trying to ship it out. But basically Russia's like, we don't know where the mines are. Turkey's like, Hey, we know where they're at. We've got them all mapped out. If you can keep the port open, most of them, right. There's three of them. I think some of them float away or come up on shore. And that's that's the danger of the area. Right. And so Turkey's like, look, we will lead ships through this area in these ports that are the safest. Wow. This is insane. Um, So it appears they're actually trying to solve the food crisis a little bit and open things up, according to this article. Um, And you know what? I'm not a Putin lover and all your whatever. No, I'm a realist. And yeah, um, I just want to say that because... I think a lot of people are facing this that are critical thinkers and it's interesting. I think there's people are starting to wake up because you have these, these people who are usually apolitical or whatever looking at this stuff and they're finding the same thing that we are. And it's that when you look at this from an objective, objective place in the middle at the left at the right, or at the, you know, one side and the other, everyone that I'm listening to comes to pretty much the same conclusion. And it's that it's bullshit on both mm-hmm. sides but if we look at what's actually happening all together it looks like russia might be kind of a victim here and that they you know we talk about this all the time i just wanted to reiterate that i'm not a putin lover i don't think putin's a great guy i don't think they give a shit about us at the end of the day and if this wasn't happening there would be conflict between everybody anyway or if this was resolved everybody now is going to be pitted against each other i don't think this is ever going to stop i don't think Nope. Yeah, that just that's it. But guess I'm what? not I'm not a Putin lover either. I would be if if it was Xi Jinping doing this, I would be talking in support of that just as much as I am of Putin. Yes. Or you know, so, if it was um Turkey's president, Erdogan, yeah, that was you know, Zelensky running the show on this. For- it would be the same thing. If it was Zelensky, I it would be I don't really give a shit who's in charge and who's the one that's doing it. If you're I'm just reporting what I see and giving my opinion on it. And to me, it doesn't look like Russia's the bad guy in all of this, no. quite frankly. No. Um, I'm not, I don't love one person more than another. I love my country. I'm trying to save my country. Yeah. That's what I care about. I don't give a shit about Joe Biden. I don't give a shit about Putin. I don't care about any of these people. I feel bad for the people of these countries who are affected by these wars and by the corruption in their governments and stuff like that. And those are the people that I stand with. All of us. Um, the people that are like you and I. Yeah. That are in other countries. The people who are really no- in charge. <laughs> right. The people who are most affected, which is the citizens, which is yeah. all of us, you know, yes. that's who, that's who I'm with. I could care less about the governments of yeah. this country. 
Um, guess um, what? We have a lot of love coming from Rumble. Mani Maniacal Kitty eighty one donated fifty dollars. Says oh. much love from Florida. Thank you so much. That's so so generous. Uh, we appreciate that. That's freaking awesome. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you enough. Um, and then, um, okay, this is a hard username. Tanet Booth gifted a cookie and wanted to let us know that DEF fluid is made from cow urine. Just saying. Gross. Throw back <laughs> to our other story. Um, <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, that's true. Um, thank you. Well, we should have plenty thank of that. Oh, wait, not if 10,000 cows are dying. We just ran out of cow urine. So. They're peeing in the fuel. That's weird. <laughs> it is really strange. I don't know a whole lot about it. But yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Paris, Berlin, Berlin, Rome, Bucharest, back immediate eu candidate status for ukraine according to macron and france that's the story um they say all four all four of us support the status of immediate candidate for accession he said at a joint press conference with germany's C chancellor olaf scholz italian premier mario Draghini, uh romanian leader klaus iohannis who all arrived by train in the ukrainian capital earlier on thursday all the crooks are probably having lunch yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah. New Zealand moles. Oh, wait, where are you at? Uh-oh. I don't have that one. Oh. Kevin. Do I, did I miss one? Okay, if there's one in between, go ahead and take that one, too, because I don't have it. No, go ahead. I fucked up. Oh. <laughs> All right. So New Zealand moles taxing farmers for their burps and farts of their animals. I am so sorry, people of New Zealand. This is just ridiculous. New Zealand is making itself a laughing stock while trying to address an imaginary problem called climate change. It is now proposing to charge farmers for the burps, farts, and waste of their farm animals, such as cows and sheep. It says uh, these animals are also known to create emissions in the form of a powerful greenhouse gas called methane. Methane is released as a byproduct of their digestion or via their burps and flatulence. Um, burps are more of an issue than farts. And uh, left-wing countries may follow similar tax plans. And, you know, I looked this up the other day and uh, we ran out of time because Vince was having problems with this stream. But... I want to show people this. So I'm going to look this up real quick and I'm going to send it to Vince and he's going to show everybody this ridiculousness. Um, this reminds me of the story where they're putting those stupid masks on the cows. Um, yes. So it, there actually is a cow mask for burps. And here, I'm going to put this in the chat for you, Vince, and so you can show everybody. How ridiculous this is. It is in there. So this is how, how funny and ridiculous our world has become. So this is what they're trying to push. But um, it does say that ranchers in New Zealand keep around 10 million cattle and around 26 million sheep. Yes. See that little blue nose mask? Apparently that thing captures burps. It's the burp catcher. 
<laughs> I I can't make this stuff up. So this but is, this is what they're pushing. This is what they want you to strap this to the head of your cattle. No fucking way. <laughs> I actually had to look this up. I saw it the other day and I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, I gotta look this shit this up. This isn't right, man. This is like cow abuse. This can't be good for their health. This is probably just like us wearing masks. It's not good for right? you. Right? Like, where are the animal rights activists in all of this? Seriously. They're woke. They're like, this is good. This is good. It's caving the climate. Right. So, you know, maybe we should just start feeding them antacids. That's what Radar said. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> but they just, yeah, give them Beano. <laughs> it's ridiculous, this you is, know. Yeah. They're, they're forgetting one thing. Do you know what the here's another <laughs> rifle they're forgetting that? So I'm gonna be like Josh again. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Uh -oh. Do you know what the number one greenhouse gas in the world is? Oh, uh, if I had to guess, I would say shit. This is a hard episode. Jeez, uh... <laughs> that's a great question. Oh, I feel real dumb. Let you want me, me to tell you? No. Uh, is it methane? Nope. Okay. Uh, helium. Nope. Uh. Oxygen? Yep. Ah, yes. <laughs> the time's a charm. Yeah, oxygen is the number one greenhouse gas. Uh-oh. So... So we need to get rid of it. Yeah. We Let's get rid, get rid of, of oxygen. oxygen. Like, it's more, it's more abundant <laughs> and it's a worse greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide is. Yeah. So we should start taxing tree farts. We need tree masks. Exactly. You know, it's funny because when I was teaching teaching my kids science one time, mm -hmm. and uh, he asked me where oxygen came from, and so I said, "Well, oxygen is produced when trees um, release oxygen into the air." I said, "They take in carbon dioxide." So I said, "When you exhale, you exhale carbon dioxide, and which is poison. It's poisonous gas to us, but it's not poisonous to trees." I said, "So the trees breathe in, you know, our air." And then they give us what we need for air, which is oxygen. And so we got into this whole thing and basically it boiled down to um, the trees eat human farts. And because, you know, when you have little boys, everything's regarding farts and, and we breathe in tree farts. <laughs> there you go. You're a fart smeller. We um. are. We're tree fart smellers. <laughs> That's it for science today, son. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, we're done with science. <laughs> uh, how are we on time? Oh. We're over. Um, this is a really we're great article. Time. And maybe maybe I'll see what Josh thinks of it. But Norway wants to track citizens' food purchases. It's mm -hmm. happening. Norway is heading towards a complete control society where the state wants to know everything you do. This is, I think, the second country that's doing this. I think Sweden is also doing something along these lines, too. I can't, it may not be Sweden, but I think this is the second country that's doing this. Digital ID, they want to track what you're buying. Um, and they want to limit that. They're going to say, you've reached your allotment for meat this month. And it's Josh's thing. You try to go in your house and you try to go in your car and you get imprisoned. This is the yeah. 
This is the weird. This is what they want, and they don't. um, They don't care. And also, you see in these countries where they're doing this, they're also trying to prevent you from growing your own food. Uh, I've had a hard time validating one of those where it was like laws preventing people from growing fruit on Australia. I think. Is that? Oh, I'm not sure. I I couldn't confirm. I don't know if it's confirmed. That's what I've heard, though, is that they're working on trying to prevent people from growing their own food as well. Yeah, I don't know if that that one was accurate, but I wouldn't doubt it. Right. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. If they're not yet, I wouldn't be surprised to see that coming next. I wouldn't either. Um, I mean, they do that in a lot of cities in the U.S. Like, oh, you can't have chickens here. Oh, yeah, you can't do this. You can't do that. It's like, screw you. Yeah, I can. Because, look, I just did. And what are you going to do? Like, what? Right. I have a chicken. Exactly. Oh my god! So, it's crazy, crazy world we live in. This one is sad. So, forty-year-old British Columbia man was diagnosed with Guillain-Barré syndrome, but he is awarded compensation for his vaccine injury. So, uh, apparently, he did whatever he needed to do to put everything together to um, get people and get the government in Canada to admit that this was an adverse reaction to the vaccine. Um, He took the first dose of the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine last April, and then um, suffered full facial paralysis and um, is partially paralyzed in the waist down. Um, It's sad because the maximum lump sum that you can get is 284,000 Canadian dollars. He did not qualify for the maximum payout. He didn't say what it was that he got. He just said it wasn't the maximum. But this is a debilitating disease. And there are um, two different versions of Guillain-Barre. Yeah. Uh, And the reason that I know this is because I actually went to high school with a kid who was friends with my brother who got it like all of a sudden he just disappeared from school one day and he was gone for the rest of the year and we're like what happened to him and he ended up with Guillain-Barre syndrome and he was back the next year um he came down with it as a freshman he was able to through very intense physical therapy um regain his ability to walk and stuff and he was able to overcome it because of the the version he had because there's two different types one of them you're able to recover from the other version. You're not like you're just, it's done. It doesn't say in here. And if, who knows, right? Like, I don't know if anybody knows if this is the kind that you can actually um, recover from or not. Beyond Ray syndrome is basically when your immune system attacks your nervous system, your, 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 ner- okay. your nerves. So this guy is going to most likely suffer from this for the rest of his life. But, Oh, he got a little bit of a payout. Congratulations. How nice. Yeah, you, you can't know. make up for it. Quarter mil or almost 300,000. Well, and he didn't even get the full amount. So my guess is he probably most likely got about half of that, if I had to guess. And then he probably dumps so. it into medical expenses and whatnot. This is not, look, you can't buy, you can't, there's no amount of money. They stole this guy's life from yeah, him. No amount of money pays for it. Yeah. Um, just one more story, and I think I'll save this last one for uh, another day, maybe tomorrow, or um, share it online or something, just for time's sake. Yeah, we're, we're already but, way over. Um, 
For children as young as six who have excessive energy and short attention span, doctors are pushing new Quelbury drug that causes suicidal thoughts and homicidal actions. Just more of big pharma poisoning yep. our youth. Of course, as they are pushing the jab for kids as well, that we know are terrible. Uh, definitely we'll be talking about that more tonight on The Daily Dose with Joshua Reed, everybody. So tune yep. in. Um, if you if you are new here and you don't know, Joshua Reed uh, extrapolates the unfolding global conspiracy to an extent nobody else does uh, that I'm aware of. And so tune in, check it out. We'll get into that uh, to wrap up our Thursdays tonight. And tomorrow we have Fringe, Conversations on the Fringe, which is where we go off the deep end. We talk about conspiracy. We talk about aliens. We talk about spirituality everything under the sun that is a little bit non-political or apolitical or whatever it's um time for us to let loose have fun explore science explore nature explore the things that really make us think and um just dive into something different Yeah. yeah get ready for the weekend after conversations on the fringe tomorrow tomorrow night we have fringe after dark which is a show with um people from the social red pill the red pill family www.socialredpill.com to learn more about that if you want to join us and and then we have makes you think this weekend and we should have an episode of march chronicles as well stay tuned for more info on that and we'll certainly let you know you guys your overwhelming support is really just uh warms my heart so thank you all so much who support us we thank you uh from the bottom of our hearts it's really incredible um, so thank you, Andrea. Do you have any last things to little words of encouragement or anything for the Red Pill family before we jump into the rest of our long days? And it looks like we're getting love on there too. A couple shout outs oh, we yeah. need to do, but yep, man, oh, me and Brenda just donated a diamond. She said, "Take care." Thank you, me, Brenda. Um, I just want to say this. I'm oh, going to go ahead and actually publish quick. this. Hold on, sorry. Me, Brenda, confirmed, uh, I forgot to mention this a second ago. She said, uh, um, where is it? She said, Victoria. in Victoria, they say you can't grow gardens. I think they're ex- they are exposing to get the people going. So, yes, oh. apparently they are preventing people from growing. Wow. wow. Thank you That's for confirming good. that. So, sorry, go ahead. I, did, I just wanted to. I didn't want to end on that. So now you no, can. that's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm actually going to go ahead and publish this last article um, regarding the medication. Okay. I'm going to publish that on redpills.tv as a separate article for anybody who wants to read it. It actually is a really good article. Yeah. We'll shoot and it out on our Twitter accounts. Yeah, later. definitely. So check it out on Twitter and I may just go ahead and post it in the social red pill for everybody too. Um, but the one thing that I, I found very interesting, this it's one little sentence, it says, rather than gun control, America needs prescription drug control to ban these violent, psychotic, episode-inducing ADHD drugs. I 100% agree with yeah. that, which is why I'm going to publish this, because, you know, honestly, if you're one of those parents out there who's had your kid diagnosed with ADHD, um, check this medication out, you know, really research it, start doing you know, looking into stuff like this and maybe even look at getting them off of this stuff because um, I think there's been a lot of children who've been misdiagnosed with stuff. Work with your doctors on anything medical like that. Absolutely, absolutely. But definitely start doing research on the medication that your children are taking. 
you know, because yeah. we as parents can definitely do that and start asking our doctors these questions and saying, you know, does my child really need to be on this medication? Is there something, you know, maybe there's something that you can give them that's more natural that will help with this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my so anyway, crazy world we live in. Um, I definitely look at everything now, you know, when it comes to my child and his health and um, I just, I, I'm not going to let these evil these evil people steal his life and his health from him. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I don't consent. And you shouldn't either. Amen. And that's my, I'm done. Thank you, Andrea. (laughs) I appreciate you helping me get through my mornings and having that um, coffee with me um, and all of your wonderful insights into what the hell's going on. I think that uh, we have a good thing going here and I love the show and I, I think it's uh, going pretty damn well. So thank you, Andrea. Thank you all the listeners again. Um, Please hit those plus buttons on rumble and all of the things subscribe. If you haven't, Um, you could visit us at redpills.tv for everything that we do. Thank you all. We will be live again tomorrow. Same bat place, same bat time. And we'll see you then. Take care. Bye guys.